You know, people people like try to disrespect that shot nowadays. They'll be like, oh, people change their hands all the time now, which is not wrong. Like I was watching highlights the other day. <laughs> he didn't change hands, but I don't know if you remember. Oh, no, it was on Malik Monk's Instagram story, and the Kings have put out like some of his best assists this year. He threw an alley-oop to Metsu the other day where Metsu switched hands in the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just do the alley-oop. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So people are like, oh, people do that all the time. If you look at Mike, people don't do that. Mike had it here, and usually what happens is you get it up top, and then, oh, here somebody comes. I'm going to bring it low and then lift it, use that momentum to lift it back up. Mike did not change the trajectory of the ball, switched from left to right, arm still fully extended, and laid it up. It's crazy. Still crazy. I want everybody to go try and do that. You can't do it. And he was like still like above the rim. You can't do it. It's nasty. Saw long arm Sam Perkins coming in. Just <laughs> um, I wonder how much Michael lied to us on airtime and come fly with me. Hey, I wanna we talk about this all the time. I love to see like the uncut airtime. Like, oh. I want to I want to hear what Mike really has to say. Yeah, me too. About some of the stuff. And it's is I mentioned that because I was watching telling Mike. some stranger that he hit a wall last night in Barcelona. <laughs> like, get out of here. Michael is not having coffee telling this dude that he couldn't practice well last night. And Mike could say like the thing about it is Mike could say this stuff and he'd still be good. Like, you're not going to hurt your image, you're not going to hurt your brand. Like, I was drunk. <laughs> I was drunk. Well, he could say that now. I don't think you want that out there in 91. No, that's what, yeah, back then you couldn't. I'm talking about, like, if he redid Airtime right, Airtime Remastered, and, like, it was a real, I mean, some would say he did that with The Last Dance. But. Let it be, like, four hours and just un, like the no-cut scene. Hear what he really thinks about working with Michael Jackson. <laughs> talking about how nervous he was. <laughs> but I thought about that because I was watching. Um, that's I was crazy. Gonna, he did a video with Michael Jackson. Crazy. You can't do much stuff. I don't think LeBron did a video on Michael Jackson. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but I was watching, I was charging the car yesterday, so I had time to get on the YouTube. Fancy. And I was watching uh, the 49ers on their little YouTube. They have mic'd up. And Dre Greenlaw was mic'd up for this game on Sunday. And I really felt like they, it was just more, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's go. I was like, I know he didn't say that all game. I want to hear what Drake Greenlaw had to say. He had the tackle where he picked up Tyreek Hill. Oh, oh that's uncalled I for. Need, I need to hear what I need to hear what was said there. And then did you see on that same play? Just you see, he took his uh, <laughs> he took Tyreek Hill mouthpiece and wouldn't give it back. That was uncalled for. That was funny. <laughs> Like, what'd he do? Like, what'd he drop that? that Because I, I saw it live. I was like, what did Tyreek drop that he wants back? And then I, it, oh, this is his mouthpiece. So the whole oh point my. of this is, I mean, I, you know, I paid 2 or $3, and I wouldn't look at the player any differently. If they gave me, they don't have to give me everything, but give me a little uncut of these mic dubs. 916-909-1320. Kamaro's uh, always uncut when he joins hey. us. Kamaro, what's happening, baby? First of all, did y'all get the Christmas cards yet? Oh, no. Yo, I meant to – well, I don't have your phone number. I got to get your phone number. I meant to hit you in your DMs. I did. Such a beautiful family. The man, Kamara, did you get yours? I I never checked the mail, so I'm not sure. No, just Kamara, that boy was fitted. 
Oh, the, oh, yeah. The, they had the double-breasted joint on. The family was looking. Yo, shout out to that man. Oh, Come wasn't a black, another Black Panther? Uh, like the, the, the last photo looked like <laughs> dark-skinned Huey Newton and the kids. Oh, no, this, this is black elegance. That, 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 was two years this, ago. that was two years ago. Yeah, that was, that that was cold, though. That was 2020. That was cold, though. That was, it was needed in 2020. <laughs> it was needed in 2020. <laughs> right. This is black excellence right Kamara, here. Kamara, Kamara, like a smooth, Kamara, I appreciate you, Kamara. Thank you. Kamara man. got more uh, photo shoots than, you know, to do it. This <laughs> male model, Kamara. Williams right here <laughs> at law beautiful family oh gosh god yeah, appreciate it appreciate it I'm glad you guys enjoyed it man um now I wanted to talk about the uh the games tonight man okay you know? yes sir yes so, sir well the Kings are winning that's what you said right Kamara said yesterday yeah, we're going six yeah. now we're going six now that's what I heard in reality in reality in reality um I mean it's highly doubtful they're going six now uh but you know yeah, games like tonight that I'm actually really excited about because I'm really excited to see like where this team is, you know, um, as far as this is a really great defensive team. Drew Holiday is going to give Aaron some problems. So I want to see like how he responds to that. Um, you know, obviously Giannis is who he is. Uh, you know, Chris Middleton is back. Like this is a championship bred team. And I think these are the type of games that, you know, you want to see your team who's on the come up. Like, how do they measure up? Like, how do they respond? How do you respond to get hit in the mouth? Mm. You know, do they meet the competitiveness, you know, on the road? Like, I like putting them in an uncomfortable position and situations and seeing how they respond to that because that is the true measure of growth. Not beating up on the Detroits or, you know, whatnot, but, like, really real adversity. So these are the games I'm excited for. Um, they've had a couple of days to kind of rest their legs. Now, I don't know how Boston was a good true gauge because it was after Thanksgiving and at the end of a road trip. But, you know, um, I don't know. I'm really excited. Like, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Like, as far as, like, do you feel excited for games like tonight? Appreciate you, Kamara, yeah, man. You, Thanks man. as always. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I mean, truth be told, not to sound corny, I'm excited every time the Kings play now because of yeah. the way that they're playing. I used to dread Kings games. <laughs> Last year, like, I hated this. We need to do something else with our show. <laughs> NBA hours I right around the corner. Facts. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to sit through these games. I don't feel like that at all. Yeah. Like, I'm every time the Kings play, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they can do. I'm excited to see how they can measure up against teams like Milwaukee. I'm excited to see mm-hmm. if they can step up now and beat a team like the Clippers who are playing without their three top scores. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see if they can step up on the second night of a back-to-back and beat a team like Chicago who has not played well, who has a poor offense and, and, and hasn't executed on that end of the ball all season. Right. I'm excited to see those things now. Yeah, man, and that's what a successful team like they've been so far this year. It'll do, man. Like I want to see the Kings play. They had an extra day off. I mean, it felt like an extra day off uh, yesterday, right? And I was like, damn. No Kings basketball for another day? That's crazy. But you combine that with the fact that they're good and they're going up going up against another good team, yeah, I want to see where they're at. I want to see if they can get one of these, man. I, I, I was excited that way about the Phoenix game, right? I was like, okay, Phoenix yeah. is you know, playing well. They're coming in the sack, and let's see what the Kings can do. And they showed that they can play with those guys for sure. Like they, they have what it takes to compete with those guys. Now they just have to see if they can uh, they can etch out a win. Yeah, the downside is guys. you get up for those games. You, you convince yourself it doesn't hurt 
because it's Phoenix. It's the top team in the way. But it does because they're like right there. And you're like, oh. Hey, the, the Kings. That stings a little bit more than I wanted it to. The Kings have now reached uh, 49er status for me. And you know what that means. When the 49ers lose, ask me if I watch the NFL primetime or anything else. Oh. No. Well, I already know you don't. Now when the Kings lose. That's why I need the 49ers. I ain't watching game. no NBA in, in, in NBA game time. Mm. <laughs> I, don't, I ain't watching them at least that night. When I wake up in the morning, all right, you know, let me see what went on around the league. But I'm not happy for nobody else. Uh, Joe Davidson is here, man. We got a lot, a lot uh, we want to talk to Joe D about. Our man, Black Bottles 916. Hey. Hey. Let's let them air horns fly for our man, Black Bottles 916, celebrating his birthday today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy birthday to our guy, Black Bottles 916. Yeah, yeah. Yes, indeed. Happy birthday, Ben. We know uh, uh, Ben's a little under the weather. Um, Ben's home is taking a beating from Uh. from this this, this fever, these colds, all these different things, these flus that are running around. Uh, But happy birthday uh, to our man, Ben. We appreciate you. Uh, We'll pop a bottle of Luke Belair for you tonight. Uh, and we'll come back, man. Uh, I'm sure Joe Davidson uh, loves talking Kings, but we've got some things to talk to him about. We got a big game uh, at Grant. We got a controversy uh, involving a young basketball player as well. And Sac State FCS playoffs continue to move mm-hmm. on. Uh, Joe Davidson, Sacramento Bee, joins us when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Conversation just rolled on the long here, live on the Odyssey app, 1320 AM, 98.5 FM, HD2 uh, in your electric vehicle on your HD radio. Of course, we're on Twitch uh, and YouTube as well as we welcome in our brother Joe Davidson of the Sacramento Beat. Joe, we've, we've been anxious to talk to you all week, man. There's so much going on between Sac State football and and, and, and high school football coming to a conclusion. The great story uh, you wrote on Grant uh, this weekend. But I want to start with, and we've been asked about this a lot, the situation uh, involving the young man, Kiku Parker, who is at Grant. There's, 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 there's an issue with him leaving El Camino, and now we're, now we're in a situation, Joe, just in my opinion, we should never be at with a high school student. Yeah, and, you know, uh, Damian and Kenny, these are stories we dread doing, uh, but you got to do them because it is topical. It is interesting. Uh, we have to be a, a new source to to you know try to shed light on all that. But re- you, you dread doing them because there's no joy when, when, when high school athletics uh, gets into hearings and maybe litigation and there's lawyers involved and prepared statements and, you know, this is high school sports. So Kiku Parker, just to refresh um, – Grew up in Del Paso Heights. That's the uh, where Grant High School is located. That's the the the, the been the, the pride of that community for decades. His parents went to Grant High School. Grew up in, in Del Paso Heights. Uh, Kiku Parker was uh, enrolled at El Camino. So it's because his parents wanted to challenge him academically, get him out of his comfort zone, mm-hmm. and he thrived as a basketball player. He was a three year varsity player. Set all kinds of career scoring marks for that program he's our first team Sacramento be all metro player saw him twice last season thought this guy's a player he's a terrific player he's a prospect good nice young man but he had a problem with his coach Mamo Rafik who uh is known as a good coach but he's also got a reputation of being a, a guy who could be a bit salty if if, if you will mm-hmm. and uh we detailed in the story where the the, the the player and the coach had a falling out to the point where the coach um Removed him from the team, according to the law, the, the suit uh, filed by um, 
you know, or this uh, by a lawyer who's representing the, 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 the Parker family. He finished out his season at El Camino and then he decided he wanted to leave. And normally that seemed like it's harmless, but what, what El Camino High School is alleging and what the CIF has backed is that he, Kiku Parker, was recruited over to Grant to, to play there. The Grant coach, Denard Wilson, uh, denies this, and he's uh, had depositions and, and statement of facts on these things, and that's what was involved in this hearing this week to figure out what's going on and is this punishment fair because what the CIF is alleging, if, you, if there's undue influence, pre-enrollment contact and recruiting, then he's going to sit out the whole season. And it seems overboard. It seems harsh. Um, I understand where the CIF is coming from. I, I know a lot of the people there over the years at the South Joaquin section office and the main CIF office, um, they want to enforce the rules and they're big on no recruiting. Um, we hear it all the time in, at, at Folsom football. Well, all their roster has, re- has been recruited. Not so. You know, they, their coaches are out recruiting. it. Where's the evidence? You know, there needs to be evidence. Apparently, the CIF has enough evidence to rule that he's ineligible. But they had a bit long hearing uh, yesterday to go over it and sort through it. And, and we'll get an answer, uh, I think, in fewer than 15 business days. Uh, so you add all the weekends into it. And, you know, what, what is that? Three, feels like three weeks. Um, I, I, I don't know anything that the CIF can't talk about it because it's kind of a legal matter now. Same with El Camino, though the people on Grant's side will talk about it. But my sense is I think he's going to win this case, and I think he should play. Um, And um, I agree with the whole idea of being hard on recruiting and undue influence. I think there's no room for it, but um, unless there's overwhelming evidence here, and, you know, if Grant is specifically saying that didn't happen, um, then, then he should be cleared. And at some point, I hope to see the the evidence. Um, I think some of it is on the sections transfer site you know, on what some of the allegations are. But um, you know, the El Camino athletic director couldn't talk about it either. So uh, it's 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 unfortunate. And here's one thing I have to mention, guys: is how often do people transfer into Grant? Mm. They don't. They transfer mm. out. Yeah. And every once in a while, you get a, a kid who will transfer into Grant. Um, Jojo McCray, their star quarterback who has Grant in the state finals, transferred into Grant um, before his junior year. But that's after Grant went one and nine. Mm-hmm. And then that quarterback went 0 and nine and he stuck around. So sometimes people come not just for sports reasons. And, and Kiku Parker's parents wanted him to do, um, you know, Grant's got a highly acclaimed um, uh, sports medicine academy. So all the reasons seem fine while he's there, why why he's there, but uh, we'll find out. I think it'd be a major blow and a, and a tough pill if he has to sit out his whole year. And I think it really just creates uh, some animosity. A lot of people are, are just so frustrated with the CIF anyways, you know, yeah, for right. where teams play and realignment and, and, and rules and all those kind of things. Before I say what I want to say, I want to, I want to make sure I got all the facts straight, or at least the facts that I'm seeing straight. He was kicked off the team by the coach at El Camino? That is what the family has alleged. There was witnesses who saw it. Uh, I didn't know about it at all last year. I mean, mm-hmm. he did come back. But, yes, apparently, and it's right there in the lawyer's statement, um, and he said uh, he called it an increasingly toxic relationship that Kiku had with his basketball coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, left the Parkers with no option, other option to transfer Kiku. And so, yes, so that's uh, then he returned to the team. So, yeah, Kenny, that's that's reason enough for a kid to want to leave. Right. And and so what I would say is if that is accurate, um, that's embarrassing by El Camino and the CIF. What is being recruited if you kick the guy? He's not even part of your team. He's not part of your team. How is 
How is somebody doing illegal recruiting? Well, but he returned to his team. And I think what El Camino was alleging is that um, after he made it known or, uh, you know, it probably became pretty obvious that he wasn't going to return for his senior year. Mm-hmm. And so uh, did area coaches and in this dispute is is that El Camino was saying that only black coaches from Monterey Trail, Burbank, and Grant recruited him. And they're saying, no, we didn't recruit him. And uh, I don't know how they're going to, you know, what kind of evidence they had. I, I wish I could have tapped into the hearing yesterday. Um, it was kind of more of a inner house thing. I understand that. But um, this is yeah, the most El Camino high school you know, story. High school sports, if, if, if El Camino didn't block the transfer, if El Camino said you could go, mm-hmm. we don't have a problem, then he'd be playing mm-hmm. because the Grant District approved the transfer. Mm-hmm. And so you'll see that sometimes where the previous coach doesn't want him there. Here's the thing. Let him go. That's my thinking. Um, Grant is not in the same league as El Camino, not in the same division. They were not, they're not going to play each other in a non-league game. They're not going to play each other in a playoff game. They're not going to play each other in a NorCal game. So mm-hmm. there's, no, there's no overlap. So I, I don't know why you don't just let him go. This is spiteful and embarrassing. I don't understand. Why is this even? Why are there even rules in place for this stuff? Like this is a uh, Joe quit. (laughs) Joe said to hell with this. I'm sick of this. I'm out of here. I think you know what I think. Joe did. Joe just did the old Kenny Caraway. He was closing a screen and and he and he and he and he took himself out. And now he's frantic. He's probably sweating a little bit, wondering what just happened. He just all right, Joe. We got you. Joe will go back to the. To, to 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 the link, uh, and 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 he'll be right back with us here, uh, in just a heartbeat, and 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 just like that, Joe D is back with us. Um, I think I heard your question. Why are there rules in place? No, Sorry, well, well, like why we're talking about a kid here. We're talking about children. Period. We're talking about CI. It's not like the kid snuck off from high school. And was like I don't want to go to this high school. I want to go to this one because I want to play basketball. Why are we doing this? Why are we treating like it's bad enough that this stuff happens in collegiate sports? The fact that this stuff happens in high school sports to me is ridiculous. This man doesn't want to go to El Camino. This kid doesn't want to go to El Camino High School and he wants to go to Grant High School. Let the kid go to Grant High School and play basketball there. He's a child. What are we doing? Yeah, I hear you. And 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 I think, you know, like I said earlier, guys, is the CIF is a governing body of, of high school sports. And, you know, they are right to look into undue influence and illegal recruiting and things like that, because that's got to be snuffed out. Otherwise we would have, it would be, it would be such a, a, a major issue. It's a major problem in Southern California where kids come and go all the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, but I think, you know, it, it also goes against the whole spirit of competition and just having a, a good experience. That's what the CIF really wants. And, and you're right. Uh, Damien and Kenny, if he wants to leave, if he doesn't want to be there anymore, then let him go. Mm-hmm. And um, if 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 Grant High School is found to be recruiting, then then sanction the program. Mm-hmm. And, and but don't don't to, to sideline the kid. You know the parents, you know, the the father also known. Um, his name is Kiko as well. So this is Junior, who's who's at Grant. But uh, Senior said that I worry about my son's mental health. You know, you know these Fair kids. Enough. This is what they yeah. have. This is their. This is a high school athlete. Man, that's everything to them is to be on the football team, the basketball team, and they don't have it. That's why when the COVID shutdowns were, were happening, a lot of kids were in, in, in dire straits emotionally, yeah. spiritually. Yeah. So it's terrible, so man. I, I think you know. I'm just going to say my sense is I think he could win this case. I, I think he has the family has a, a big argument here, and when you're getting lawyers involved, and um, you know, it's um, 
you know, I, I think they could still find a way to, if they believe that he was recruited or they believe that then maybe there's some sanctions or if there's not enough evidence, but, but that would be a real disappointment if he, he's one of those, the storylines of the season anyways, even if there was no transfer issue, yeah. because he's a terrific player who has come full circle to his home neighborhood school to, to grant. The thing that also I, I'm not really clear on, and maybe you could help me out with Joe is the, the private schools are able to recruit. That's that's how I don't know if that's the official terminology for it, but the Jesuits, the Capital Christians, they can go out there and do it regardless because they're private institutions. But they can't they can't just approach Kiku Parker after a game and say, "Come over to our school." Mm-hmm. They could recruit him coming into high school mm-hmm. and saying, "Hey, come mm-hmm. take a look at our school." Um, you know, and all those things, but, but the CIF would, I see what you're saying. They don't, the, the private schools can, don't have the restrictions mm-hmm. that a public school does. Right. And so often in transfers, you have to move in that area. You have to move yeah. physically in that area. He lives closer to Grant than he does El Camino. Yeah. Um, so that's where it could be a problem. And that's where a lot of times people lie about mm-hmm. where the residency is. And the CIF used to have a million dollars annual budget just to fight in litigation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just because because of transfers, just on transfers alone. It's gotten easier. There's now rules in place. Normally, you sit out 30 days if you're going to transfer. I, I think that's fair, um, you know, trying to dissuade people from bouncing around all the time. Because what, in a perfect world, wouldn't it be great if everybody attended their home high school, the, the school right there in their neighborhood? Mm. That hasn't been the case for, for years. Right. And uh, But anyways, uh, you know, I didn't mean to. Cut no. you off there. That's uh, you know, so so there are rules against anybody doing it, but um, you know, like we said earlier, people don't normally transfer into Grant, and he's yeah. not transferring the Grant to to win championships. I think he he wants to change the pace. He wants a different school. He doesn't want to work with a coach that he's had problems with. Yeah. The the other thing that I don't like about a Joe as well is, and I know there's procedures for this or whatever, but um, it's working against uh the the kid in this app in this situation the 15 business days to come with the determination the half the season is going to be over at that point like yeah it's going to be you know and there's there's another guy too there's a guy named ben rosenborough over at monterey trail in the oak of unified and he started his high school career at sacramento high school and then he went to prolific prep which is the national basketball academy of sorts in napa uh that's not cif sanctioned and now uh, for the last several months, he's been at Monterey Trail, his home neighborhood school where his older sibling went to school. And that's all tied up. And he may have to set out a whole year. He's only a junior and he's a four star recruit, big time player. And then it's, um, you know, how did he get there? There's no allegations of recruiting, but it's it's his third school, mm. even though the prolific prep school is not a CIF sanctioned school. So that that takes forever. Yeah. And he still hasn't been cleared. So. Um, meanwhile, these kids are kind of in a holding pattern, yeah. uh, but you're right. 15 business days, but you know, Mr. Parker, the father said we were encouraged. Um, the grant co- coach, uh, Denard Wilson said, I-, I thought it went well. They didn't feel like it was doomsday. And, and, you know, and I think it's good that the CIF has hearings and appeals, um, and, and, and listens to people, mm-hmm. um, because otherwise they wouldn't, um, you know, and these are rules that. I'm not defending the CIF. I'm trying to help explain. But the, the CIF, all these rules and regulations, these are things that the, the member schools voted on. Mm. This is how they want it 
mm-hmm. governed. Mm-hmm. And if they want change, they have to implement that change. And but there are a lot of schools that don't feel that, you know, there's a transfer kid uh, from here to there. Capital Christian's been an example. Of, you know, is there enough empathy and understanding from them? Mm-hmm section office that that sometimes there are hard shapes ships i think what happens with a lot of the section commissioners throughout the cif is they're they're so used to getting lied to or misled by i don't think that's the parker situation at all but but there's been so much of that um you know over the years and we hear so much innuendo and speculation you know i've, I've never seen any recruiting i've never seen any proof of blatant recruiting that it grounds a team down except for Franklin Stockton back in the 2000s when they were pipelining kids from the island of Samoa to play football. And they, they cracked down on them, put a, basically a death penalty on them, but then had an appeal. And I think they just grounded it from playoffs for like five years or something, which is better than putting them under the ground. Uh, well, Kiko, if you or your people are, are listening, man, we're, we're rooting for you. And Absolutely. I went to El Camino, and I don't have a lot of good things to say about that place, except I'm eternally grateful for Mr. S., Mr. Santianis, and everything he taught me in that, in that radio program uh, that was there. But that's where my good things about that school end. Let's stay with Grant, though, Joe D., because Grant's got a big weekend. Uh, yeah, on the football field, man. What a what a great story that's turned into. It, it, and I got a story running tomorrow, and people get a kick out of this. Um, we've had nine state champions in high school football around here. The, the state tournament started in 2006, and I rank them in order. Mm-hmm. And who's their all-time number one team? Is it Folsom 2014 that's in 16-0 with 16 running clocks? Or is it Grant with its first state championship team, the only public school to win a state open division? That was in 2008. So we have some fun with that. Um, but but – and I, in the story, I said, this grant team isn't the best grant team in school history, but it's the most incredible team in school history. It's got to be the most remarkable sports turnaround in Sacramento, period. You know, I know the Kings went, I think, nine years before having a winning season. All right. And then, then they started winning. Um, River Cats had like three straight losing seasons, then win the World Series or AAA championship a couple of years ago. FC Republic being an expansion team winning the USL. Those are all amazing. But from a certainly from a high school standpoint, you don't go 0-9, return everybody and the same coach and the same quarterback and wind up in the state championship. Mm. It's un, unbelievable. I think it's just remarkable that Grant has done that. Uh, Grant is a great story. And here they are. So they're going to play for the three double A state championship against San, uh, San Jacinto of Riverside. Mm-hmm. Both teams are averaging about 50 a game. It's going to be a driving rainstorm. Mm-hmm. Boo to that. But uh, these kids would play in the, in the parking lot yeah. uh, for a chance to win a state championship. And Del Paso Heights will be there in full force. It's a tremendous community. Um, really supportive of its football players, but also will get on the coaches and the players yeah. right on the sidelines if they're underachieving. And I've seen that over the years, which kind of adds to the fun of it, if not the chaos of it. But yeah. but more than anything, that's a really loyal community, and they'll be out there even if it's snowing. Man, we, we, talk, we talked about this a little bit before a couple of weeks ago, just how, you know, DPH, how Del Paso Heights, Loves Grant. Mm-hmm. They love Grant, and it's a rough area. It's a tough area with a lot of, you know, tough things going on. But there was always, and Joe, you would see this. There was always a sense of pride that that community got from what that football team was able to do in the past. And it was tough to see them go down the way they did in recent years and in the past. So Joe D. Uh, he's working through it, but it's tough to see them go down a little bit, and even to the point last year where they were zero and nine. I just feel so good for them to get back to, you know, the, the season that they had 
before all this, but yeah. now with an opportunity to get to a state championship, man, that's or win a state championship, that's phenomenal, man. Yeah, I mean, and you know, growing up when you know our years in high school and even the immediate years following, they were a powerhouse. So the fact that they went through a down period mm. is, you know, for I, I, I think for some people our age, that's that's it's crazy. that's unthinkable. Right. Like, it's crazy. Grant who? Grant yeah. Union? No way. Yeah. Um. So the, the 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 fact that they are 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 back and play, back playing for a state championship uh, again is just a just a phenomenal story. Yeah. Just an absolutely incredible story. Hang in there, yeah. Joe. We all deal with these Wi-Fi <laughs> issues, buddy. It's all right. Yeah. I am. I'm at my father-in-law's house, and then the uh, the uh, the power surge just right now, and I went, oh, yeah. But no, you're right. Um, if I'm not too late here, great community, and love it, and I think it's awesome. I think yeah. it's really cool, and and those are their heroes, and those are their guys, and and uh, Kiku Parker will probably be out there because he's a you know he knows a lot of these kids growing up, and uh, you know Shaq Thompson went to school there. He's been nominated by his teammates for NFL Man of the Year three yeah. years in a row. Yeah. He's good, longtime friends with um, Eric Armstead. Shaq Thompson is um, a starting linebacker for his entire career with the Carolina Panthers. So uh, he's given a lot of money back to Grant Football equipment, gear, mm-hmm. motivational speaking, free camp- camps and clinics. I, I'm, it's just it's an awesome place. I, I, I don't like the perception that Grant gets that it's an unsafe school mm-hmm. and people have been on social media. One guy was in, was a dope enough to suggest that the CIF ought to shut Grant down because it's not a safe school. Well, then don't go. You know, I've been there for 30 years for games and I've never felt unsafe. Mm-hmm. Now, is there hell and chaos just down the street and around the corner? Yeah. But nobody messes with the school on campus. Mm-hmm. You know that those kids are proud of of their their school on campus. And any of the shootings that have been anywhere near Grant are not Grant people. They're not Grant players. They're not Grant coaches. They're not Grant parents. A lot of times, they're people who have no connection to the school. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not biting into this grand stuff because we 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 know what that's all about. Hey, I, we we've seen those tweets. We we know hey, we know what they're cause, all about. Cause, you know because. I would I would tell you because I've seen it from experience. There are schools that are in very nice neighborhoods mm-hmm. that aren't very safe. Mm-hmm. That That's aren't fact. very yeah. safe. Yeah. I, well, I, I, it's, I, but it's it, safe for the people who are sending those tweets to Joe D. Mm-hmm. Safe right. for them, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, you know, it's I call it a nobody with a gun. Somebody just wants to be somebody yeah. and to put and that on the on the you see that kids exactly and that's, you, that's you see much. it in fair oaks you can see it in up highway 50 you can see it in plastic county it's it's not a grant problem it's a society problem mm-hmm. uh but to, to pin it on grant you know and i mean there were people saying oh the cif shouldn't allow a, any playoff games there are state champions yeah no, no doubt did the, did the grant team players did they have a did they have a text thread about what they were going to do to the white players mm-hmm. when they played them come on was man. that grant no, no, no that that's was, right. It was friends down in Sutter Creek. Exactly. No, that's uh, um, no, that's um, um, the you know it's there was an example a few years ago. There was a team in Northern California that was going to play a state championship at Crenshaw, mm. in the heart of mm-hmm. inner city LA, mm-hmm. and the coaches said it's got to hold the state CIF. Said no, we don't want to go down there. We don't feel safe. That they should come up our way. And the CIF director said, "You'll go down there, or you'll forfeit." And I'm going to call Joe Davidson to the beat, and he's going to have all of it. Mm. And he told me about that. And I said, yeah, we would have reported on that. And then they started to complain that the showers weren't good enough in the field. Because how do you know? And he goes, well, that's that's usually the case for any city school. Mm-hmm. So Crenshaw hosted the game and won the game. Yeah. 
we'll, we'll, we'll get you out on this, on Joe. You've been you've been great with your time, man. We kept you a really long time today. We appreciate it. We we, we can't. I mean, Sac State just keeps rolling along. They yes. they gutted out Amazing. a monsoon victory. I I saw you sitting out there. Uh, Sarah Hodges, Kevin John, all all going that extra mile uh, for their media outlets, and I think it was you that posted the picture. It was a decent. There was a very good number of Sac yeah. State fans uh, who were in attendance for that one, and I don't think they'll be facing the same elements Friday night. But uh, it, it, they, they got another tough tough one coming up this weekend. They sure do. Uh, no rain scheduled for Friday, and the Hornets pushed for a Friday game. Uh, they wanted to have um, Incarnate Word of of San Antonio, Texas. They wanted that team to travel in a short week, and you know, it's why not? It's, it, it, it gets a primetime ESPN game, and uh, but the Hornets are twelve and zero, um, slugged it out against uh, Richmond Spiders, who we've heard of in the NCAA basketball tournament, mm-hmm. and won that game. Had to win that game. Yeah. Had to win that game. Yeah. They would have been zero and three in the FCS playoffs under Troy Taylor. It would have been a frustrating you know, off season for that, but they won the game. And so now I think they could relax a little bit. I don't think they played tense. It's hard to play in the driving rain. Now they're taking on a kid, Lindsey Scott. And this is the beauty of college football. This is his fifth college over seven years and he's 24 years old. <laughs> and how can that be? Well, there is a medical redshirt here and he had a knee injury there. And then there was a no COVID season. Probably, here probably a COVID year in there. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of them maybe. And then, um, you know, the, the bonus, year back that you get from the NC2A and he's, he's five foot 11, 215 pounds. And he is dynamite. He is like 4,000 passing yards, uh, FCS records for passing, you know, for 62 touchdowns in one season. So this simple, if the Hornets can't handle that guy season over, mm-hmm. if the Hornets can handle that guy and the Hornets have played tougher schedule, then the Hornets will be 13 and 0 and they'll host an FCS semifinal next week, which is amazing. I think it's awesome. No, no rain coming up. So I think the stadium will, we had 9,300 last week. I think we can get it up to 22,000 and fill it up again. Fill it up, man. Let's go. Now grant grant on Saturday rain. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But they'll, they'll, they'll go, they'll be ready. Uh, Jody, we'll let you rock, man. Again, thank you so much for uh, battling the Wi-Fi and and being good with your time, man. We love your work. We're excited for the next few days and uh, to see what you put out there, man. Thank you as always. Appreciate it. Thanks guys. Always. All right. That's Joe Davidson right there. I do want to say this too, before we, before we step out, I want to say it. So the radio can hear the, the amount of like DPH pride that's showing up here in in the chat house is, that's dope. Oh yeah. Uh, that's 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 one thing I love about this. One of the many things I, I love about the chat house uh, community is, is 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 they'll step up for theirs. Absolutely. And, and and that's absolutely what's happening. Shout out to the Heights, man. We love y'all, man. Go go get this. Go yeah. get this, Grant. Go get it, baby. Yeah, I ain't gonna be out in the rain, but uh, <laughs> I'll be pulling for y'all. That's why I didn't go to the game last week. <laughs> man, as a, as a Jew, I saw that picture. Wait, you see, Kevin John did the newscast barefoot. His his feet. <laughs> No, I did not. My man, he, I guess he he wasn't ready for the for the rain to soak through his shoes. My man did the, the he had his pants rolled up. It was nothing wrong with that. But he's doing the show barefoot. That, that that that's the elements that our squad was working through last week. Uh, we'll come back. Um, I want to put a bow on the Deion Sanders conversation. Um, and <laughs> we never got to talk college football playoffs, so so we'll do that. More Kings talk ahead. Kings open up their road trip tonight. Phone lines open, 916-909-1320. Stilo and KC here on ESPN 1320.
KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. I'm gonna see if I can find it right quick, though. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know it exists. I know there is a picture of me and Ashanti, Shanti. but it's just not a, it's not a good, it's not a good picture of your boy. That's my girl, man, Ashanti, man. I've, I've been, I've been, I've been an Ashanti fan since oh, the day she came out. Me and Kim Coles. Kim Coles, me, me, me and Fifty, got some, got some good. <laughs> me and <laughs> Joel Santana. I, <laughs> I know I got one of me and Ashanti. I'm gonna find it. You are gonna have to take over. I gotta, I gotta. Did you oh, see? Go ahead. Sorry. No, I forgot because you had, you had set up. So, oh no no no. So look look, <laughs> we you had talked about um, oh, you know before man, we went bro, to break. I used to dress so bad. We all did. It's oh, no big deal. Man, this is so terrible. Oh no look, deal. me and Nick Cannon before. God knows how many kids. <laughs> well, you know, it's just it's a matter of time before, uh, you know, we have to dress how we had to dress to get back into the club. Like, it's crazy. Uh, I remember I got to the point, man, where I was like, I'm not, I guess I'm just not going to the club. I'm not dressing like this no more. I'm not. This bar lets me in cool. Is that a Shanti? That's a Shanti, right? Oh, uh, yeah. That is a Shanti. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Oh, there she is. Yeah, there's me and Ashanti right uh, there. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found it. I knew there was a picture of me and Ashanti somewhere. I put here, here, here for the for 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 the for the uh, crew. Oh, oh, yeah. Look at that horribly fitted. <laughs> I think that's a fat farm joint right there. God damn, I couldn't dress worth anything. That's how that we man was all right dressing. There. Man, I look terrible. That's how we was dressing. Oh, that's fat what ass was. face. <laughs> Look at, a, look at look at look at a fat face in a in a in a in a in a lynx a, a lynx bracelet. <laughs> Everything about this picture screams jackass. <laughs> Goodness gracious, man, that's oh, embarrassing. Man. How how old was Ashanti then? This was this was February six two thousand four two thousand four. I think she's close to forty right now, or she may be forty right now. So then. So she's probably like 25 20, or something like yeah, that at that point. That, yeah. And she looks the same. Yeah, she looks the same. She, I somewhat argue she looks She looks better now. Yeah. Yeah, D-Lo and Ashanti. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember who that woman on the far, but I want to know who that is too. Is that a celebrity? I might be able to It might be her mom. Truthfully, Let a lot of, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember who, I don't, I don't remember who that is. Is it? Yeah. Well. That, That's the mom. That explains a lot. I'll post this picture on social media. Her it's mom bad. Looks the like, same this is too. a horrible picture. Her, I seen her mom recently too. She looked the same as that picture damn now. I'll post this on social media. Yeah, it's a good one. That's a good one. I, I look, what are you talking about? That's what we all dress. We talk about any picture from this era. I just That's how we all got down. Awful. I wonder if I wonder if in like 5 years I'm going to look back at a picture of us and go, "Why are my pants down to my ankles?" Why? Why is my ankle out there? What is going on? I'm telling you, we're gonna be like, uh, you know, we're gonna. It's gonna be like um, how people look at the the Isley Brothers. You know, have you seen that picture where they're like in Times Square and they're in their tight, you know, shirt down to the belly button and the bell bottoms, and it was like y'all getting on us for how we dress. Uh, this is how y'all used to do it. This is, this is what y'all doing, man. <laughs> it's fashion. I it's guess, fashion. like That's I just, these, like I, I, I'd, I'd use more of my FM pictures, but they're just so bad. They all look like that one. That's, Every that's, single one. That's of how them. we got down. 
That's how we got down. I don't even know. I can't even remember who some of these people are in these pictures. And I was really fat. You like, really do you have any idea who that is? That's not the pussycat. I don't know. Do you have any idea who that is? either not sure who that is that's no. not wait let me that's Most, not uh no because i was about to say is that 3lw uh, it might have been might black be. boom like an 808 but i don't think that's might have been i don't know i'll, I'll stop looking at pictures because yeah, it's boom gonna, like an 808 go sideways it goes like a figure eight which y'all know about that i don't know about that yeah i don't know about that uh what were you gonna say um no i wanted to put um a little bit of a bow on on deon sanders on the okay deon sanders situation and um i was washing dishes last night and i threw on i was really interested to see what bomani jones had to say and i guess i haven't followed it too much but i guess bomani was one of those people who at the start was like this isn't going to end good like everybody's hyped up Dion gonna do this and that. It's not going to end good. So, this this uh, latest episode, you know, I guess people were expecting him to like really, you know, get hit him with that. I told you so. And he's like, I'm not really gonna do that like too much. Dion did some good things, but he 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 did it. Bomani, it was a perfect segment, perfect episode. Even to the point where I text you guys like, yo, he mm-hmm. bodied this, mm-hmm. and he talked about. Really, you know, there was a number of different things with Dion. Like, all right, Dion, you know, you did what you had to do um, at Jackson State. And you sold what you had to sell. And we all knew you weren't going to be here for the long haul. You know, but you did what you had to do. But he had two things that he said. He said, n- number one, the way he left Jackson State was not okay. And what he meant by that, not necessarily the school, but the people of Jackson, Mississippi, who supported him in an unbelievable way, like they supported him major. He talked about, you know, how they showed up to the games and they showed up to uh, college game day. When I guess, you know, Dion was like kind of worried about game day. Like, would they bring it the way these other schools around the country would bring it? Or would they, you know, to lack of a better word, would they embarrass him? or embarrass himself, and they showed up in the pouring rain, and they showed up so much for Jackson State. And Prime never talked to the media, never talked to the people. And he said that was that was kind of wrong. He also brought up a good point where Jackson State allowed Deion Sanders to kind of jump the line. Because you don't go from not coaching. I think he had like a academy or something like that. But you don't go to that to head coach somewhere. He talks about it all the time. Like you, you get, and football don't have basketball happens all the time. You walk off the street as a player, you're the head coach somewhere. Football traditionally, I'm, there maybe there's a an example here and there, but traditionally, you got to be you know some type of position coach or whatever. Deion went to Jackson State with no experience coaching the team. Yeah, but I have an issue with that being used against him, though. Well, it's not what what used against him. Well, if if Bomani's making a point that he jumped the line, no, he's making a point that Jackson State allowed him to jump the line, and for you to leave them and those people 
when they gave you an opportunity that you're not getting. Dion didn't go to Colorado or anywhere Florida State first because they wouldn't have let you do that. They wouldn't let you do that. Mm-hmm. Jackson State let he you. He got the Jim Irsay treatment from Jackson State. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and all he said, all his argument there, his argument wasn't don't leave. It was these people deserve better than to just kind of go, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just you didn't talk to the media there. You didn't address the people. Still haven't addressed the people. And he's like, you. they deserve better than that because they supported you in a major way. Nobody knew you were going to – nobody thought you were going to be here forever. We all knew what time it was. But at least, like, give these people the decency to, to look them in the face through the TV or, you know, in front of – they were like, he couldn't even stay for the celebration of the championship. He was on stage talking about, come on, man, we got to get this done with. We got to go. It's like, damn. Hmm. So there was that, right? And I'll let you speak to that if you want to. Well, I, I just think that's part of Deion Sanders, though. I, I mean, you, 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 there's there's two things, and I'm I'm not I, I don't have a side in this. Mm-hmm. Um, we're 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 just laying out the different, you know, the different ways that we saw this. The only things, the only real issue I've I've had with, uh, it, uh, Dion is you know there are some people in the media who were like willing this to happen and waiting this to happen and trash Dion when he took the Jackson State job, trash Dion all through the Jackson State job. And then trash Dion because he left the Jackson State job. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of these people just have vendettas against. A lot of these writers are writing about an HBCU that they otherwise wouldn't care about, mm-hmm. that they otherwise wouldn't be talking about. Jackson State and Dion was a mutually beneficial agreement, a, a mutually beneficial partnership mm-hmm. for everyone involved. Um, that's really, I mean, it, you, you got to understand what you're signing up with Dion. You talked about the academy, the prime academy. That did not go well. Mm-hmm. That failed yeah. miserably. Jackson State had to have known that. Mm-hmm. Everyone has pointed out the the uh, 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 what, what must be the money or what, I can't whatever the name of the song must went. be the money. Everybody knows like Dion's personality has not changed from the Atlanta Falcons to the to the to the to the, to the, to the 49ers to the Cowboys to the football team to the NFL Network. Mm-hmm. Then there might even be a Ravens in there somewhere. Dion's always been Dion, dating back to when we were introduced to him. At least I was introduced to him at, at, at Florida State. He's always been Dion. I didn't expect him to change here. Could he have done things differently? Yeah, sure. But why would you think that he would do things differently? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's more of my question. No, I, I understand. Now, some of it would be he he said he said he was he said he was going to do something. Now you could be like. He's All a right, salesman. You say whatever you want, but we already know he, who he's you a are. salesman and he's right. selling Dion. So there's there's that aspect of it. I thought Dion Sanders was phenomenal on the NFL Network. I I really oh, love Dion's it. a tremendous I love person. Watching, I couldn't agree more. Uh, the highlight show with with him on there. He was mm-hmm. great on there. Um, but so I listened to Bomani, and like I said, I encourage you guys to go check out that segment. He, he yeah, he. You know, was a little bit. I told you so a little bit, but I thought he was very fair with both sides of his assessment and basically saying, "All right, well, now we'll see what happens in Colorado. We'll see how this works out." You know, I, he said it, it could work out great. It could fail miserably. We don't know. We'll figure it out. But then after that, I um was on uh, YouTube, and I think this is Dion's. Uh, videographer, videographer, you know, his, you know, the people that followed everywhere. And I don't know if you saw on Saturday night, they had 
the the cameras were rolling in the Jackson State room, the team room, where he was saying goodbye, and mm-hmm. he was like, um, you know, telling he's at this whole speech, you know, about why he was leaving, where he was going, all this other stuff. So I saw that, but in that same meeting, they had video of the rest of that interaction with everybody, and the kids on. I watched it. It's about 13 minutes long. And I guess Dion gave everybody an opportunity to say what they wanted to say, good or bad or indifferent. And the kids that spoke up and said something, they were so appreciative of their time with Dion Sanders. They thanked him. They love Dion Sanders. Mm-hmm. And it was never a, you know, we loved you. How could you be leaving us, coach? They were happy for him. They were so thankful for the time they got to spend with him and what he taught them. And and it was the 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 players. It was the the one young lady, she was a training staff lady, and she thanked Dion. She was so appreciative, you know, the relationship they had, the equipment manager, you know, all these guys. And it was a different light of I say this all the time. Sometimes, sometimes when we talk about these things, I'm gonna fall back to the people who are going through it. I may have my thoughts and what I feel might be the case or what I would hope happened or what I think happened. But in this particular case, the thing that really matters is the people that are with him every day and the people in that locker room. And they love Deion Sanders. Mm -hmm. And they, from everybody I saw in that video, nobody held any ill will towards him. They loved and were appreciative of what he meant to them, like what he did for them while he was there at Jackson State. And it was genuine. And that was a whole nother aspect of it. And should mm-hmm. anyone matter more than those young men? Not to me. I, I don't think so. Like, those are the guys that are with him every day. Those are the guys whose lives have been impacted by Coach Dion, And he he impacted them in such a positive way. After watching that video, they all had, you know, it was kind of sad, you know, because they all, it was one of those things where, I think they all knew it was going to come to an end at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew, they knew this wasn't forever. They're it's like, probably not far-fetched either, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to think that Dion told them at yeah. some point, like, hey, you got, you guys, you know what time it is. Like, you know what this is about. Yeah, like, like two years ago, told him. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not now, here for too now long. people are offended that he didn't say that publicly, mm-hmm. but what, what, what do you want him to do? Like, hey, first time someone throws the bag, you know I'm out. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I've got to build up this program. Yeah. Your your current job is always your best job mm-hmm. until it's not, and that's that's what this was with Dion. Yeah, that's no. what it it's what it was with Jimbo. It's what it was with Brian Kelly. It's what it is with every coach, it, it, with the exception of maybe like three or four yeah. in 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 major college sports. There there are some jobs that are never going to be left, yeah. but. Everybody's got a price for the million dollar man. <laughs> Absolutely. So now I, I just wanted to say, at least from my perspective, I watched that video and like I said, the equipment manager, the the, the <laughs> video, they, they loved Dion would tell them straight back. I love you, man. I love you. And it was, it was a great, I didn't think it was like for the cameras or nothing. It was just a real moment that he was having with those guys and the young ladies and all the staff. And, uh, you know, they're, they're okay with it. They love them. So who am I to, or anybody else to be like, Dion, you're a jerk or something like that. Like mm-hmm. he he did his job there. He had an impact on those young men and women's lives out there that they'll never forget.